you know, all of those places are welcoming places to uh, gay professionals. That was the reason I chose those cities. That's why I chose to live there. I chose to go to school in these places. I made my mind up when I was a young kid that I wanted to be an educator. And having my husband and my children with me and going on that journey with me and seeing us be able to accomplish and do that together. is trying to make sure that our community schools are truly working for our community. Education is by far the key to fixing everything in an economy. What's up, everybody? This is Zach from Philly here hanging out on Verse TV for the week. We have celebrating our 50th anniversary episode. Make sure you guys hit that subscribe button. It's at the very bottom of your screen. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hello, everyone. It's your girl, Yuri G, with all the tea on Verse TV. And I'm here interviewing your boy, Zach. What's up, y'all? Zach. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and get um, right into these questions so everybody can get to know you. Um, so, Zach, you are a school principal, is that correct? Yes, I'm an assistant principal here in Philadelphia. Okay, excellent. Um, so what is your favorite part of work? Honestly, it's just interacting with the kids. Like, my number one goal is to make school a place that every child feels they can come in, they can learn, they can be themselves, they can have a childhood. And I love seeing that growth in the kids, like seeing them transform from the first day of school all the way to the end of the school year. It, num it not only does do I know that I'm doing a good job and I'm doing God's work, but I also know that a young person is in a better place because of the work that I do each day. So I feel really good about that. Okay. And for our audience who may not yet know, where are you from? <laughs> I am from North Carolina, uh, born and raised in Elizabethtown, North Carolina, which is in between Fayetteville and Wilmington. Most people know of Dreamville, thanks to J. Cole. Uh, right now, I live in Philly, but I have lived in several other places, D.C., Arkansas, uh, by Little Rock and Pine Bluff, as well as Baltimore. So all of those places had a hand in making me who I am today. And so how has that impacted your direction in life? I love it. Like, it's helped me to be able to understand how school districts look and what are the different issues that school districts deal with in different parts of the country. So I'm thankful that I was able to teach in D.C. I was able to teach in Baltimore. I was able to be a program director and an instructional coach in Arkansas. And now a school leader in Philadelphia is really giving me that experience to know that no matter where you are, all children are the same, all children require the same, and all children need the same things to be successful. If all the places you have lived and worked in your opinion, which place seem to have the best attitude towards homosexual professionals such as yourself? Honestly, that's, that's a tough question to answer because I've lived in cities. So I've lived in Baltimore. I've lived in Charlotte. I've lived in 
DC and Philadelphia and all of those places are welcoming places to uh, gay professionals. That was the reason I chose those cities. That's why I chose to live there. I chose to go to school in these places because I wanted to be in a place where I could feel comfortable. I can say um, Washington, the DC area does a very good job of just elevating all professionals from any race or any background to help them succeed. But in Philadelphia, I feel empowered as a black gay professional in that a good place. Okay, so where do you see yourself in five and 15 years? In five years, I see myself as the head principal of an outstanding and high performance school here in the Philadelphia area where I'm helping to create experiences for kids each and every day. Um, in 15 years, I see myself as a state senator serving on the Commonwealth Assembly, where I will be an advocate for uh, education issues and helping to create policy to make sure schools all across the Commonwealth are serving the needs of all of our kids. Okay. So as a professional homosexual man who dates, how do you handle people who may call you intimidating? Uh, it's a tough one. Um, honestly, I think when you're dating someone, the goal is for you to be yourself and for that person to be themselves. And you, you're trying to figure out whether or not the two of you can be compatible. So I just feel like I'm, I'm going to be myself. I can't change who Zach is. You know, you're going to have to like me for the good and the bad, and I'm going to do the same for you. So if someone found me intimidating, I just don't think we'll be working out, you know? So, you know, it would be, unfortunately, my loss on who they were and their loss on the experience with me. But, you know, it just wouldn't work out. We'd have to be willing to deal with each other, the good and the bad. Okay, so what is the main thing that you want our Burst TV audience to learn about Zach today? Let's see. They can learn that I have a kind heart. Um, I really do care about the work that I do. I chose to be an educator. A lot of people don't choose to go into the profession of education, but I made my mind up when I was a young kid that I wanted to be an educator. I always wanted to be a teacher. I always wanted to have my own classroom. I've always wanted to be a principal. I've always wanted to be a policymaker, particularly around education policy. That's always been my passion and my dream, and my heart is just there. I know the impact that good policy and good decision-making and good role models and influences can have on young people. Um, I was the first in my family to graduate high school to then go to college, to then do all of these great things that I'm doing now. And that was because of other kind-hearted professionals in education that made that way. So I just want to be that person. And every day I look forward to helping to inspire other people. So if you had all the money and power necessary, what would you do or change that you feel would most benefit the LGBT plus community? I would incorporate more inclusion activities for kids in school starting when they were in kindergarten. So I would make policy that social emotional learning is actually a course that would be required for kids to take, not just an idea. And in that course, students would talk about different types of diversity. They would talk about issues of citizenship and character and how that looks into their ability to grow as a young individual. And I would make sure that kids are taught tolerance. I would try to create a school district or a school model where staff would feel comfortable being who they are. They could be able to be open about their sexuality or um, the things that make them great. And they could create 
clubs and organizations such as the Pride Club or the Black Student Union or the Hispanic Student Association so kids can be able to find places where they can relate, they can grow, and they can thrive and be successful. Okay. Ask not where I live or what I like to eat or how I comb my hair, but ask me, what am I living for in detail? Ask me what I think is keeping me from living fully for the thing I want to live for. That's a quote from Thomas um, Merton. The actual question is, what is your goal in life and what is slowing you from achieving your goal? My goal in life is to really be a service to others. One person that I look up to is Ella Josephine Baker, um, who was a prominent civil rights activist from North Carolina. And a big part of Ella Baker's work was not being on the forefront of things, but being that organizer in the background that tried to bring people together for a common cause. And for her, that common cause was trying to get young people engaged in politics and in civics and government. For me, that pause is trying to make sure that our community schools are truly working for our community. Education is by far the key to fixing everything in an economy. If you have a well-educated society, you have less crime, you have healthier people, you have happier people, and you have people that are going to make decisions that's not just based off of their own self-interest, but based off the needs of others. And I think that, you know, as an educator, I have the opportunity to create that. So I created that as a classroom teacher, making my kids successful. I'm now creating that as an assistant principal where I'm holding the adults in my building accountable for doing the right work for children. And then I hope to hold myself accountable and have the community hold me accountable as an elected official who will actually advocate for a policy that's going to make schools better. And have I achieved that? I would have lived out what I want to do in life. That and having my husband and my children with me and going on that journey with me and seeing us be able to accomplish and do that together. Okay. So what is your deepest tea? Something that you've never shared on media before. Something that you're willing to share, of course. But, you know, I'm willing to push you to the edge. <laughs> Let's see. Well, my deepest tea is that I still, I'm still, I'm still on the journey of uh, accepting and finding love for myself as a gay black man. And I think that's something I've made a lot of progress with over my 20s, but I grew up where... Where I, in my community and in my family, being a gay person is not acceptable and it's not the right thing. And I had to teach myself when I was in my 20s how, what it means to be gay and how you can be gay. And now that I'm 30, you know, it's at this place where you want to um, try to figure out how you can make that come to life. But I think... I'm okay letting people know that that's a journey that I'm on because I've I've grown a lot and I've overcame a lot and I'm proud of where I am. And it's coming on shows like this and talking to you guys that helps me to, you know, get better on that same journey. Okay, so what are some of the stumbling blocks that you've had in your path up? And how did you overcome? Well, um, a lot of the stumbling blocks was just changes growing up as a kid like uh, my father was stabbed and killed my parents both went to jail um you know it just you, you're in a community of poverty and there's poverty all around you so it's not a lot of hope and a lot a lot of opportunity and for me i put myself 
in every every time I had the chance to say I want to try something different, I want to go somewhere different, I want to be a part of something different and unique, I signed up, I was involved, I was a part of that because I, I, my dad wanted me to know and my parents wanted me to know that like there's more to this world besides your community. And, you know, I can say throughout my adult life, I've learned to find those things while still being a good boy. Like I, you know, didn't really fuck until my late twenties, you know, I was pretty good. So I feel like I did well coming through these things and now I can see what else is out there for me. Okay. And what are some of the things that you would like to be left in your, um, in the legacy time capsule? Um, the legacy for your work? I would love to be known as a transformative leader in education. I want to be known as someone that came and actually transformed the way that we educated our students and the data shows that it's effective, our kids are learning and they're being better people. So you can put all my policy in a little time capsule, throw it in the tube and years later people will know what they got to do if they want to really reach and help our kids. Okay. Well, it was a great time getting to know you, Zach. And that was all the tea on Verse TV. And it's your girl, Yuri G. I want you all to like, comment, and subscribe. Y'all have any additional questions, please do reach out. And, um, Zach, you want to tell everybody about how they can reach you? Yeah, so you guys can uh, follow me on Instagram, zr.lewis. Uh, Twitter, ZLU89. Um, either way, I'm in Philly. If you guys are ever here, feel free to hit me up and I'll be willing to show you a good time in the city. Peace and blessings. Well, I'm definitely going to take you up on that. Um, it's, but I might have to second guess how you came after Beyonce. But um, <laughs> but definitely enjoyed um, this interview and getting to know you. And hopefully we get to see you more. Yeah, you will. And like you know, like I said earlier, Beyonce, she's doing good things. She's not the queen. <laughs> <laughs> they say queen. Uh, I don't That's somebody else. Okay. <laughs> queen B is somebody else. <laughs> it wasn't not Beyonce.